20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones you did do. H. Jackson Brown, Jr. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, friends. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast today. Words can't even really adequately express how grateful I am for your support. I don't take it lightly that you have chosen to spend time listening to what I have to say, and I pray that you will find these episodes encouraging and helpful. If you've enjoyed this podcast, but you haven't left a rating or review yet, I humbly ask that you would do so. These ratings and reviews help other like-minded women find us, and my whole purpose behind this show is to reach as many women as, I, as possible. Also, if you know other women who would love this show and benefit from the things that we discuss here, please share it with them. I truly, truly appreciate your support. So, it's the start of a new year, and several of us are choosing words of the year or making New Year's resolutions to help us live more intentionally this year. However, in this episode, I'm going to make a case for why we might want to consider going beyond just the one word this year or one resolution this year, and instead take the time to create a strategic life plan. I will also unpack why doing so can help us with our work-life balance. So let's jump into it. What does life planning have to do with work-life balance? I've said it before, but I want to say it again. Work-life balance does not happen by accident. Work-life balance can be defined as being actively engaged in and having a sense of competence and satisfaction across life roles in accordance with personal values. Yet, we can't expect to have a sense of competence or be in accordance with our personal values without taking the time for self-reflection and defining those personal values and the goals that we have for our different life roles. It's by setting these goals in accordance with our values that we can achieve a sense of competence and satisfaction across our life roles, essentially where we can achieve work-life balance. This practice, identifying our values and our associated goals for the different areas of our life, is called life planning. Further, work-life research spends a lot of time discussing resources, and I know I've mentioned the importance of resources before, but they really help us manage our work and our non-work roles. But these resources are limited. There is only so much to go around. We only have so much time in the day, we only have so much energy, so much money, etc. But by getting really intentional about your life values and your goals and the priorities that you have, you can make sure that you're spending your resources on the things that matter. 
You and I are striving for an elegant balance, which means we want to approach our work-life balance in a way that is both simple and effective. Effectiveness does not depend on the amount of effort that we exert, but it instead depends on whether or not that effort that we're exerting is focused on the right thing. So in this episode, what I want to do is just walk you through the process that I go through to plan my life. Now, don't get me wrong. It feels weird to say I've planned my life. I am fully aware of the fact that I can't actually plan everything out for my life. There are several aspects that are completely out of my control, and I recognize that. However, that does not mean that I just have to sit on the sidelines and wait for life to happen to me, constantly reacting to things instead of proactively um, approaching things in my life. So this episode is for you if you have ideas and goals and dreams that you want to pursue in your life. It's also for those of you who might feel like a spectator in your own life, wondering where in the world the time has gone. So throughout college, I worked at the rec center um, and our director, Mr. Baker, had a question that he liked to ask us student workers. He liked to ask, what's your five-year plan? And I have to admit, the first time that he asked me this, I'm pretty sure that I just stumbled through some generic answer for him. But I learned from that experience to always have an answer to that question because he liked to ask it off and on. And as we're growing up, people constantly ask questions like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or when are you going to have children? When are you going to get married? Um, But once we've done those things, people stop asking and we stop paying as much attention to what we want to do with our lives. Or at least I did. After getting married, finishing graduate school, having children, landing my dream job, I stopped having this same forward-thinking mindset. I guess I just thought that it was time to settle in. But a few years ago, I read a book called Designing Your Life by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans, and it really helped me realize that if I was going to achieve any of my other dreams, I needed to start living intentionally and actively create the life that I wanted to have. In fact, by walking through the life planning steps that I'm going to cover in a few minutes, in the last year, my husband and I were able to um, complete a dream that we'd had for a while of fully renovating a mid-century modern home. This is something that we'd always talked about doing someday, you know, someday in the future, but it was also always something that seemed too risky for us or something that other people did. But by taking small intentional actions, we were able to make this dream a reality. Even this podcast is a result of me getting really clear on my dreams and taking action to plan them, to prioritize them, and to pursue them. So let's jump into the five steps for creating a strategic life plan. And to help you walk through these steps, because there's a lot of reflection and it requires some writing things down, I have created a worksheet to accompany this episode. If you haven't already grabbed it, go ahead and pause the episode and go to kayleehackney.com forward slash life plan, or you can just click on the link in the show notes and download it. It's okay. I can wait. Okay. So step one, we're going to plan from your future. Interestingly, when creating a strategic life plan, you don't plan for the future. 
Instead, you plan from the future. By identifying where you want to be at the end of your life, you can work your way backwards, breaking things down into smaller, actionable steps that will take you where you want to go. So take some time to reflect on the person that you want to be. Ask yourself some of the following questions and take the time to journal out your thoughts. If you're married, this exercise can also be done with a spouse. So here are some of the questions that you can think about. First, at the end of your life, what type of life do you want to look back on? Second, what does it mean to have a life well-lived? Third, what types of stories do you want to tell your grandchildren? And fourth, who do you want to be when you grow up? Okay, so step two, identify your target areas. Based on your answers to those questions, you need to identify the target areas that you want to include in your strategic life plan. These will be the overarching areas that you will prioritize. Some sample target areas might be faith, family, health, home, work, money, education, travel, etc. Step three, identify your values. So from here, we're going to work within each of these target areas. Going one by one, I want you to identify the values that you have related to that specific area. For example, under the target area of home, some of my values are peace and connection and beauty. All right, step four, identify your goals. Okay, so we're getting more and more specific. We fleshed out some of our overarching life questions. We've identified our values within each of our target areas. And now we need to identify our goals in those areas. These goals should align with your values that you identified in step three. If they don't align with those values, you probably need to reconsider why you even have that goal. Is it something that you truly want to accomplish? Or is it something that you think that you should accomplish? We want to clear the clutter of other people's expectations of us or goals that might sound really good on paper, but that aren't really our dreams. That way, we can make sure that we're spending our time, our energy, and all of our other valuable resources on the things that truly matter to us, things that will move us forward toward the life that we want to live. And then step five, plan and schedule action. Okay, so the final step is to identify the actions that you can take this week, this month, and this year to work towards your goals. However, identifying these actions is not enough. You have to actually put them on your schedule and do them. I love how Tanya Lee refers to this as scheduling your dreams. If we don't put our dreams on our calendar, we likely won't take action towards them. And we run the risk of looking up in one, five, or ten years from now only to find that life hasn't changed the way that we had hoped that it would. Dreams are accomplished one baby step at a time. So let's start scheduling those steps and taking those steps. Obviously, things will change and you will have to reevaluate this life plan as they do. It's a good practice to review this plan every three months or so to gauge some things such as whether you've made progress towards any of the goals, whether you've been prioritizing the right things or if you need to make adjustments, and finally, whether your life goals have changed. 
I want to leave you with one final reminder. You do not have to change your whole life in a day or even a year. Baby steps, remember? This exercise is simply to give you a roadmap for pursuing some of your really big dreams. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.